everybody. Welcome back to the Athos Podcast. I hope everybody's doing well. Yes, I'm alive. Just fighting, over, getting over this infection. You can tell I'm a little stuffy still. Can I share this one from Enterprise uh, Entrepreneurs Organization? That's uh, eonetwork.org. And it's some advice from entrepreneurs on their best business advice. So agonize over whether or not you need business partners. If you can afford it, you don't have to have business partners. Nine out of ten entrepreneurs I know have long-term plans without their partners. The tenth entrepreneur without the headache is usually the one with a business partner. For me, not having a business partner is one less problem. During my journey, people ask me if I want to partner with them, usually because they know that how uh, how hard I work. I've held back because I place more value on relationship. Well, that's a good point. Always look for the angles. If you're pitching, selling, or proposing a partnership, if you want to find out what will spark the other person's interest so they can help out but want to work with you. The act of doing business is a lot like dating. Everyone likes something different, and your job is to find the other person's sweet spots. Are I want to listen to your gut, even if every single person in the room believes otherwise, and that your room is the room is filled with people who believe you're more experienced, more intelligent, more prepared than you are, and your instincts tell you what to do. Listen to the point of view from others, but go with your gut. It'll never fail you. <laughs> Careful with that one. Measure once, cut twice. The best business size I was given in my year 10 woodwork class by my teacher uh, who was teaching woodwork to boys who were both frivolous and quick to make decisions on cutting and beautiful pieces of art was measure twice, cut once. The reason for his advice is so important that often people are quick to make decisions or take actions only used twice the time later to fix mistakes that can have been avoided. Do the most important thing at the start of the day. Spend the first two hours of your workday doing the most important thing so that nothing else, uh, so you did nothing else, so you'd be satisfied. That's good. I like that one. Never give someone else permission to treat you in any way that is contrary to your values, principles, or beliefs. Best advice I've ever received came from one of my mentors from the U.S. It's an amazing life lesson and one that I'll carry with me for the rest of my life. During one of our regular catch-ups, I was complaining about how I felt helpless about while dealing with a co-worker who was being a bully. I remember how vividly I went on and how much I disliked the way my coworker treated people, and the detrimental effect that this behavior had on working, on having the workplace culture. Um, find the puzzle pieces. Talk to as many experienced people as you can. Each person you talk with have one piece of a puzzle, not the entire puzzle. Your job as an entrepreneur is to find as many pieces of the puzzle you can find from as many different experiences as possible, and then construct your own version of that puzzle as best as you can. Skills can be learned, values cannot. I didn't have the luxury of mentors at my disposal as a young entrepreneur, so many of the business advice I garnered was from afar, and I watched closely those succeeding the global stage. Life is too short to learn everything through experience. The idea was taught to me by a gentleman named James Webb. James and I could be more opposite in personal life, but throughout the years we've become lifetime friends. The idea that life is too short to learn everything through experience applies to business, personal, and family. It seems like common sense, but when they apply to all facets of life, you could have a significant impact by avoiding pitfalls and identify possibilities. You know? Be unrelenting. Uh, grew up intimately watching and bearing witness to the ethos and work ethic of my mother and father. Seared into every fiber of my being an unrelenting nature and extreme work ethic. All right. Let people go if you cannot serve them. I used to hate let go non-performers because I had this strange thought in the back of my mind that if you let them go, though, uh, you will destroy their life. 
This little voice was challenging one day, and I asked, if this person continues working for you, am I right to say he'll never progress in his career? To this question, I responded, yes. So why are you destroying this person's career so when you can let them go and be a superstar elsewhere? Oh, that's true. The riches are in the niches. Take an industry and break it into sectors. Pick 10% of the overall sector where you think you have the most opportunity and can beat the competition. Double down and completely focus. There's 70% of that 10%. That's that inch wide, mile deep thing or, or mile wide, inch deep. If you're in a crisis, committees are the one that makes the best decision. This time with COVID-19, I reflect on the advice from John Farino, who was a very successful lawyer and opportunity in New Zealand. One of his great lines as a lawyer, I'll tell you as part of the legal position, is that we decide what the commercial action is, and that's the fun part. John's advice is that crisis take absolute control. You're like the pilot of a plane. You get paid the big money for when you are in trouble, so don't forget discussions and meetings. You just take the actions right and execute fast. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Athos Podcast. Sorry about my stuff. You know, sorry about having a long time off. I'm back, though. Hopefully I don't catch something else. (laughs) Take care, everybody. Bye.